Welcome to the Heart of Real Estate Podcast with Mike McFarlane and Stephen Salinas with the Mortgage Mike Group. On the podcast, Mike and Stephen discuss with top producing real estate agents what makes them successful, unique, and purpose-filled. Each episode holds a key to unlocking a door to financial freedom. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Heart of Real Estate Podcast. We are so glad you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to learn, to grow. My name is Stephen Salinas. I'm one of the podcast hosts. I have I have my partner here. You got Mike McFarland. Yes, another host here of the Heart of Real Estate Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, today is really going to be um, focused around, okay, maybe making a transition or just the different transitions of life, different seasons of life. Um, I'm excited for this podcast because, you know, I think we all go through different transitions. You know, we learn, we learn different things along the way, um, but it's, a, it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, yeah, we so have you've come great, to the right place. Yeah, we have a great guest today, Anna, Zal- Anna Salazar, um, who you recently just made a change. I know you have your own group, mm-hmm. um, but you just recently made a change. Is that correct? Yes, I have and, my own team. Nice. And we recently uh, moved over to Nan. Okay. okay. Properties. Fantastic. So we're good. very excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the transition. Right? So the whole team, yeah. hey, whole team, made the move with you. Yep. How many people are on your team right now? Um, I have. Uh, it's a total of us four agents. Okay. I have a transaction coordinator and then a marketing rep. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Wonderful. So I know, Anna, will we, well, I don't know. You've got a great story as I was looking back over our notes and how you got into real estate. I mean, mm-hmm. this has been your career from the very beginning, right? Like as in right out of high school. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey uh, that you've had into real estate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. So Right out of high school, um, I'm the oldest of three, and we lived in a two-bedroom, one-bath, mm-hmm. uh, which was great, right, till you have three people in one room. Oh, my gosh. Is <laughs> so, it, you just start breathing, your breathing on each other? Sisters, too? <laughs> no, or, it's okay. a sister and a brother. Okay, cool. Okay. Wow. Yes. Man, a little balance. We're all pretty spread out, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was fun, but we always dreamed about having a two-story home, and we convinced my dad. He's very easily... Uh, convincible right of yeah right uh hey dad we want this okay so <laughs> we talked to him my mom was the one that gave us a harder time because she you know change for her is a little comes a little harder mm-hmm. so my dad's like okay so we started driving around and we literally probably drove at around three different properties and the very first property that we saw we really liked so we called the agent on the sign and that's how we met Lottie. Lottie Stevens uh, was the agent for that property. Um, she got my parents approved. We went through the process, uh, but she didn't speak Spanish. Okay. So that's where I came in and I started translating everything for, you know, between her and my parents yeah, yeah. and trying to do the best that I could because I didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> um, so we went to closing and at closing, she asked me, Anna, what, what are you going to do? You know, you've graduated from high school and now you guys are moving into a new house. Uh, What do you want to do? And at that time, I was going to beauty school and thinking about, well, do I want to go to college? Mm -hmm. Um, The military, there was a lot of different options. Uh, My husband now, at the time, my boyfriend was going to on a full scholarship for baseball. So he was leaving and I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't really know what I want to do yet. So she said, well, you've been great during this process. Um, I can definitely use your help. You know, you speak Spanish 
and uh, I deal with a lot of, you know, Hispanic buyers, and I'd love to help you. So get your license. <laughs> and I said, well, wow, that okay. doesn't sound like a bad deal. Yeah. She's like, go to school, and I'll help you. And so I went to school, got my license, and she helped me. I love it. So wow. I, yeah. I so it, it all came from, you know, looking at your surroundings, all the siblings kind of gathered together, <laughs> and we're saying, hey, let's go look for houses yep. together. So you just drove around. That's it. And just saw a sign and went in. And that I changed had, your whole trajectory of your yeah, life. We had no, I, I I would say my parents had no idea either of who or what a realtor was. Right. You know, they bought a home for sale by owner at some okay. point. That house that we lived in for many years. And then this came about. So. Wow. What a cool, <laughs> what a cool beginning to just your story. Well, and for, uh, it's Lottie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For her to see something in you mm-hmm. and call it out of you, yeah. right? She saw something in you, the way that you um, handled the transaction for her, right? As an intermediary. And she called that out. And, and uh, that's, I mean, that, that took a lot for her to, to do that and for you as well to respond. So mm-hmm. that's, um, that's great. So, okay. So we're early twenties, right? Mm, yep. Where do you go from here? Like how, where's that, where's that progression? Um, well, that's 20 years ago right? to now. <laughs> okay. I've just turned 40. So I look back and kind of look at everything that we've been through, the different companies that I joined to try to find that. How do we get more clients? You know, what can I get from the brokerages or what can help? And I did find that a lot of the agents that I met, early on into real estate have been my friends and um, have helped me through the process. And without them, it would have been a lot harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because they, I mean, real estate is very cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, it's hard to trust other agents sometimes. And so we've always kind of stuck together and like, hey, I need, I'm going to be out of town, right? Who's going to take care of the client? And so we always stuck together and uh, that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Great. You kind of found your pack. Yes. And even got- now to this day, we're not together, but anytime they need something or if I need something, we know that we can call each other and make wow. it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you, Love it. you also have some longevity with your team, right? Your transaction coordinator has been with you for a long time. Five years now. Five five years. That's a good milestone. That's a wow, great milestone. that's a huge milestone. Yes. Um, your sister works with you as your five marketing years person, as well. right? Mm-hmm. Your husband is uh an agent on your team is that he, right he is my partner yep yeah okay he's your partner yeah i think years. i think you said he's the one that um he's the sales he's the sales he is master. the total sales compared right. to me <laughs> right i'm the shy the shy one he can talk to anyone he can sell anything he's, yeah it's in his, his nature That's right so in those beginning stages if we can kind of maybe say that was like the first season of your career um, I know with new things, everything kind of has growing pains, right? What were some of the growing pains or like, what were some of the difficult things in the beginning? Maybe the first, cause how long have you been in the industry? 20 years. 20, 20 years. years. Okay. So maybe in the first, maybe in the first, um, five years, what were some of the biggest struggles that you were facing and how did you overcome them? Um, I was straight out of high school, so I had no experience with real estate whatsoever. Real okay. estate school is a fast pace. Like, you're just trying to pass your test, I feel. You know, there's not a lot of learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So learning through the process was definitely hard because some of the hiccups were working with the client and messing up. And, you know, that comes with time and experience. It does. (laughs) And she, you know, some of the clients were upset and I would, you know, I got fired a couple of times. Um, (laughs) That happens to all of us, right? You're fired, but you still, you work for yourself. So it's good. Get another (laughs) one. But then you learn and you never do it again. Right. Exactly. That's when you learn the most. Um, Cold calling has always been very difficult for me. So picking up the phone to call. Mm people I don't know to try to get business was mm-hmm. difficult. So and that was something they pushed a lot back then. Their right. Social media wasn't a big deal like it is now. Mm-hmm. So either you were posting stuff in, in uh, the newspapers, right? Or you were picking up the phone and calling. Yeah. So um, interesting. I think for me, that was the hardest thing. Yeah. I had to learn as I went yeah. over everything because I never had any experience buying property or yeah. selling property. With the exception of my parents' home <laughs> that they purchased, yeah, being the basically the transaction yeah. coordinator on your mm-hmm. on your parents' purchase. Hey, one of the things we we had asked you before was like, is there a like a secret or some time saving technique that you have or that you learn that you could share with our our listeners that has helped you out? I know you had mentioned getting up early, so so becoming an early bird. Okay, that was definitely definitely life changing for me. Um, we, I read a book that really helped me understand that, like, what if something happens to me and I don't get to succeed in life the way that I do? Like, I really need to focus. And so Mm. getting up early was one of the things that was very important. You have more time in the day. You can really focus for me waking up at four 30 or five o'clock in the morning that's early (laughs) it helps me because everyone's still asleep it's very quiet so i can check emails versus before it was like get up the kids have to get up Mm -hmm. i'm rushing now i have an appointment i didn't prepare Mm -hmm. you know um and always on the run this business is always so hectic i feel we're always running and trying to find new clients and we're working or finding property Mm -hmm. and talking to people that to me, that's my quiet time. Yeah. What so, What does that morning look like? So you get up, what do you do? I get up, I get ready. I try to have my stuff ready because I do go to the gym at 530. Great. Okay. So, so take a 530 class. Personally taking care of yourself, health. That's yes. super important. Okay. You take, a, you take a class. So there's some accountability there. Yep. I know I'm in Great. and out. 45 minute uh, class. I'm in. It's Great. literally down the street from my home. So I get up, I get ready. I'll check my emails because I can't go without doing that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that, you know, there's new offers, kind of starting to really focus on what is going to be at the top of my list for the day. And I'll go to the gym. I get my workout in, come home, get ready. Then kids have to get up. Right on. Get them to school. By that time, I'm already dressed and ready to go. So I'm either going back home to make my phone calls or I'm headed straight to the office. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. So the morning time, you're able to. Take care of yourself. Focus on your day. Schedule your priorities. Take care of your family. Yeah, which is like, I that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But we got to take care of other things so we can take care of them, right. right? And then you're able to come to work and you're ready to go. And you just feel so much better. I on agree. the contrary, when there's days that I, you know, I don't want to get up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in those days, I feel like you know I'm rushed or you know things don't just flow as smoothly as. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you didn't get up and do that 
do that. Well, I have space. that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Well, you didn't get up, right? Yeah. But, you know. Isn't there a term well, like eat the frog or something like that where it's you basically, you kind of just tackle the hardest thing first, right? Mm-hmm. You just, you hit it, you know, you get it out of the way and then you're on for the rest of the day. So you're right. kind of setting the tone for the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so maybe in the next, so after the first kind of stages of your career, maybe like once you hit that five-year mark, which I see the five-year mark is, is usually once you get to five years, you're pretty much, you're in after that. Like you've yeah, got, this, it's, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. Like Probably you've, you've seen the, the good side of things, the bad side of things after the five-year mark, you're, you're kind of like, okay, I'm in it. Tell us about maybe the, um, the kind of the middle season, right? You have a little bit more experience now. Maybe you're thinking, maybe I can grow like a team or, or, you know, try different things. Tell us kind of about those middle stages of your career. Okay. Yeah. Were there any obstacles that you came up against that lessons that you learned? I think it took me a little longer than that. Okay. Um, in the middle stages, I, it was still very up and down okay. for me. I don't think I was as focused or understood the importance of certain things that I had to do that I do now. Um, and so for that, my business is always like a roller coaster, like right. they say, going up and down. It wasn't steady. My husband was, you know, taking care of us. So it wasn't a big, big focus. I did real estate, mm-hmm. but it wasn't much that as much as I, we focus on it now, it wasn't as much then. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was still hard for me in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you, I think one of the things that, well, another thing that I remember was you're really good at taking care of your clients. Like that, the focus on your database, consistent follow-up, right? The, the talk to's, the creating events for them to come to like where, cause I feel like you're super dialed in in deep relationship with, a group of people. It's not, a, I don't think you have a massive, massive database where you're super deep with all of them. You've got a section of that database that you're, you're really, you're Focusing really on. focused in on. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that. Cause there was a moment where you just figured it out. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, Oh my gosh, I've, I know people and I need to connect with people. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did you make where, what was that space that said, I've got to do something different. And then how did you begin to put structure? Because you're very structured. I know you are. Mm-hmm. How did you begin to put structure in, into your life? I actually heard about the core. Okay. This was uh, about 2016, 2017. Yep. And they had their basic program, which mm-hmm. I was, I wanted, I wanted to do something. I just, again, you're always, always trying to find that right thing. What is going to help me push, right? Mm-hmm. So I started looking into that. Uh, I was a loan officer that I knew that was, taking the big training from them and yeah. so he had sent me some cool information so i looked into it i started getting the cds <laughs> listening I, I, to the I still CDs. have some of those cds yes. by the way <laughs> and so one of their plans was to create a vip list yeah and the vip list consists of people that you know in your sphere your database that are constantly going to refer you business like if you started from scratch you know who's going to support you 100 percent um and those people were the ones that I had to focus on to put on my list. Yeah. So it's your fan base. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal fan. was 50. Okay. 
Um, I started with 10. Okay. I was going to say, how many was on that list originally? <laughs> I started with 10, um, sending thank you notes. Okay. Now keeping track of as referrals were coming in, cause I would get referrals all the time, but mm-hmm. I never tracked them or, right. you know, getting dialed into my database oh, with yeah. something else that came along with that, because now we had to keep track of all that information and who was on the list, who was not on the list, things like that. And so we started doing things for them every month. Okay. So from going to coffee, Hey, let's go to coffee. Let's talk with, you know, just spending more time with them. Mm -hmm. Um, As they send us referrals, we will send them a thank you, like a $5 Starbucks gift card with a note saying, Hey, we appreciate your referral. We received the call from so-and-so and that went, really good yeah our list grew from 10 to 15 now we're at about 100 oh my god whoa (laughs) that's huge wow 100 yes and the one thing that i really took out of that was if you have 10 strong cheerleaders Mm -hmm. that can refer you one person yeah that's a warm referral that's the best referral you can get because you're not struggling for them to trust what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. They have some sort of um, trust in you. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, 10 people, I know that's fairly easy. And if I get 10 referrals, that's 10, 10 deals I can close. I know them. So I don't have to like cold call a stranger. Right. So Mm, it was just like, that was my bread and butter. And that's when, that's where it clicked. And we started just adding a little more things. Uh, We started doing our Christmas event every year, which we had, um, we're on our sixth annual Christmas event and it's gone good. Our first event, we had about a hundred people show up. Our second event at the aquarium, we had 250 people show up. (laughs) It's like we were having a quinceanera. Or yeah, you were. Oh my goodness, 200. <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. Uh, we're always, I mean, That's gosh, so cool. our, Rosa says our database is, it keeps giving. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, if you just focus on your database, yeah. they are always happy to help us grow. And every year we set a goal like, hey, this year we have to close so many deals. And we already know our cheerleaders are saying, hey. I'm looking for referrals for you. Like we're, and I'm like, what? thank you. <laughs> no way. Totally created raving fans. Mm-hmm. You've got, so, okay. Like we're so going to we get there. We're, we're going to do it. this down yes. a little bit more because it's, I know it's not. So it, it, it's, it started with 10 and coffee and then, you know, thanking for referrals. I mean, what you got to tell, there's a system, break down the system because how do you, how do you keep up with that many people? Well, I'd love to take the credit, but I can't. <laughs> uh, Belinda, which is my sister, okay. she's been with us for five years. She is the creative mind behind it. Great. She's super craftsy. She can come up with these great ideas. And so between her and I, uh, we've one of the one of the things that we did one year was um, at Michael's. They have these scarecrows that are like five bucks, five or ten bucks. We had, you know, 50 people on our database and they did the math. I'm like, well, that's not, that's not bad. We'll go stick those on their yard right before Halloween, right? Or uh, right. Thanksgiving. Right. And we put our tag on it and it's just something like who wouldn't like to have, I don't know, I'm a gifter. So Great. if somebody gives me something, I'd always like to give. And so that to me was like, well, let's try it. You know, it's yeah. not going to break the bank. And I think it's cute. It was great. We had so many posts and pictures from clients so we're always trying to think of little things that 
you're giving them something and in return, I mean, it makes them feel great. And they think about us whenever somebody's looking for real estate or we've already helped them. So they have the experience of working with us. Great. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, the, the things that your clients would say like about your team, maybe the favorite things about your team, what would they, what do you think they would say? Well, from what I've heard is the communication. Okay. They love that. Um, like Rose is our backbone. So she's always there during the contract, but I always tell them I'm just a phone call away or I can see what's going on. I'm always up to date. Mm -hmm. So there's a multiple amount of us in the group that even if we go out of town or we're sick one day, there's always somebody that can attend. Um, One thing that Rose and I talked about, and I wanted to make sure that as we work together is that we will always be one step ahead of the client. Yeah. The client's us calling us to ask a question about something in the process, we failed. So always trying to be a step ahead uh, in helping them understand they're going to buy a house. Well, do you, making sure they understand what's going on with their loan. Right. Mm-hmm. Making sure they understand what's going to happen once we start looking at homes, right? What do they have to pay for up front? Mm-hmm. Some people don't know what earner's money is and that they have to pay that. They think... Well, it's at closing. I have to pay everything at closing and it's not. So really Mm. sitting down and just breaking that down for them has also made our business that much stronger because now we're looking at homes and they're understanding what's coming next. Yeah. So it's a scary process for a lot of buyers. For sure. It's, it's a big process. Yep. But once we go through that step and that process, they are a lot more comfortable now really just focus on finding the right home for them. Mm Mm-hmm. So wow. it's, it's the edu- education and then creating the next steps. So you're a guide. You're just, you know, exactly where you're going, right? Mm-hmm. Rosa knows where you're going with the client and you're just guiding them to the next thing. It's right. like, it's a very big process, but the truth is we just need you to take the next step and you're, you're able to show them how to take the next step and right. really take anxiety and worry out of the, the transaction. That's usually my goal. I yeah. want them to be comfortable and I never assume that they're going to hire me. So yeah. a lot of times they will call me and they're going to, you know, they're getting that approval process started mm-hmm. and we sit down with them and have our meeting. And I never assume that I am already their agent. Yeah. So I'll put it out there and I'll say, if you decide to hire us, you know, we're going to have these representation documents and we go over all of that. Yeah. And so typically at that point, I'm, I know if they're all in or they're not. Cause right. I've had mm-hmm. some clients that'll, or not clients, but I've had some people that come in. It's commitment. Yeah. And you'll know right away if they're going to be committed or not. That's so great that you do that. I think the one That's thing. really important. Yeah, we talk about that. Um, and I think it's it's a missing piece so much as to how do we get commitment without forcing it upon some, like it needs to be their decision. Mm-hmm. But we also need their commitment. And for you to say, hey, if you choose to hire us, opens the door for them to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. And when they say yes, then they bought in, they're right? In. They're committed. And you know, okay, great. Now you've got access to all of this. Right. We have a, we have an entire system that's going to help you buy a home. Mm-hmm. And you just need to sit down, buckle up, because we're going to start driving. A lot of times that conversation over the phone is just not enough. Right. Because they've so already true. talked to several lenders, or they haven't talked to anybody, but they've talked to several agents, and one person said one thing, the other said the other. So it was always that 
I mean, I feel like there's a trust issue at some point when they're calling because they have heard other things from other people. Mm -hmm. So when we actually sit down face to face, they've already got an approval. We're looking at numbers. We're talking about what they're looking for in a home. I feel like that makes that connection. Yeah. Um, And that's when I asked that question. Great. Great. So I, I, I love that because I get to kind of see a little bit of, of a picture of like what the client is going to get. I'd love to hear, you know, a little bit about like your, your personal goals and like team goals for, you know, kind of this new season for you guys. I know you, you recently made the transition. What are some of y'all's goals for 2023 or maybe the next five years? What do you guys kind of see down the line? Well, really the main goal for this year was to try to hit a million GCI. Okay. We've been working on that for the last three or four years and we've come very close, but we haven't gotten there yet. So this will be that year. for sure. Yes. This year. Um, I don't think we're focused so much on how many closings we're going to have as we have been in the years prior. Okay. Now it's more like we'd like to elevate sales price. Nice. Okay. How do we do that? Right. So that was one of the goals that we set is to, we want to close less deals and make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, more you know, we were at our office. We weren't thinking about moving. It wasn't in, in our idea for this year to make a move to a different company. Mm-hmm. But I got a call. And the call was, it just clicked. Good. I said, we're trying to move up in price point. This is a boutique brokerage. Yeah. They really focus on certain types of, you know, luxury listings and it's going to open more. I feel like it's going to open more doors for us to, towards what we want to do. Yeah. And I, I was, I mean, the day I got the call, I was very excited. Uh, within the week we were signing paperwork. Wow. <laughs> so you move quick. Fun. Wow. So usually that's a long gestation period. It is. <laughs> right? It is. Um, but I guess deep down inside I was ready for a change and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it. Okay. And they kind of, they kind of, um, unlock something in you when, when they called, Mm -hmm. you know, you said you were ready for a change, go ready to kind of move up in that tier, um, of like price range, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like an invitation to like, you know, to consider something. Yeah. To bet on yourself and you know, you guys are ready to do it. That's really cool. We're excited about it. And I told my husband, when you have an owner of a company of that magnitude call, and she called like three times. Okay. It wasn't yeah. just like yeah. a lot of times people want to recruit you and we get those calls all the time, but it's a text yep. or an we email. Understand. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but she took the time to call and really focus on what we were trying to do for the year and how, she, you know, they could help us. And that was important to me. That That's, felt good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, um, you're pretty systematized on tracking goals. Like what is that, what does that week look like? As you're, as our listeners like, well, okay, you've got these goals. Um, how do you manage those goals with your team to make sure that you're hitting them? So we've actually started um, late last year. We started setting weekly goals. Okay. So you have a annual goal, but you've broken it down to, okay, what does it look like every week for us to hit that? We had to. Great. Because we have so many good ideas and we want to do so many things, mm-hmm. but then nothing gets done. Right. Um, so one of the things that I started implementing that my coach uh, suggested is let's break it down every week. Yeah. Because this, you know, kind of open situation is not working. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing that. We meet every Thursday and we talk about um, what did they accomplish their goal for the week prior? Right. 
what new goal we're going to have for the week, what got in the way if they didn't accomplish it, and how we can help them better, like, reach it. So I'll stay in contact with them that week. Hey, did you get what you were supposed to? And sometimes it's little things. Mm -hmm. Right. And not so much, even from filming a video. It was like, well, I don't know what to... I don't know what to post. Well, instead of just saying, well, just, you know, you can figure something out. Well, let's do, okay, this is what we're going to do. Are you okay with that? Yes. And then give them an actual thing, like an actual scenario or situation. Like, this is what you're going to do. Can you do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. Or let's not focus on just real estate. You know, your personal life. You have pets. You know, people love pets. Your children, I don't know, somewhere that you go or you see something neat, Mm -hmm. share it. So don't overthink it. Just just do it. So big goal broken down into weekly bite size mm-hmm. pieces, right? And then accountability. So, okay, this week we're working on this is a goal. So mm-hmm. how do we help each other do that one thing this week yep. and then get it done or analyze why you didn't get right. it done, right? Like what got in the way and let's fix that. Mm-hmm. And then what's the next thing? Just like keeping the focus on the next thing. So, right. and then 52 weeks later, you've done a lot. They've done a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, we, and, yeah. and you multiply that times five, you know, over a group of five people. And that's, that's a tremendous amount that gets done. Yep. I, I love it. I like that. I, well, I'm going to take a, we can take a <laughs> Yeah. I'm book. like, okay, well, yeah. yeah. Cause we obviously we have, we have goals. Our, we have our goals. A lot of our goals are written on the wall. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about them a lot. We, we're constantly just like, okay, this is the numbers for the week. Like, this is where we're at. Here's um, what we need to do. Yeah. How can we be intentional? But yeah, having those kind of open dialogue and conversation because you're really, you're all trying to grow together. Right. Um, and if you have the mutual res- respect and, you know, care for each other, you know, you, if people are holding you accountable, you know, it's because they care about you and they, they want you to succeed. Right. That was one of the things that I said, if I don't really focus on, helping them and they decide to leave my team then i'm gonna feel like i didn't do my job right but if i do everything i can and they're ready to move forward and and exceed on their own then i did my job right you equip you equip them yes right Mm. yeah and if they are gonna move you probably know because you're talking every week right i mean there's the the intimacy of the relationship's gonna lie it's so much it's so much better within the team we have a problem that week we're tackling it that week um if there's a success story that week of a call or i don't know we beat an appraisal situation or something we're all hearing about it and that in itself is learned you know they're picking things up that are happening so that it better prepares them in case they're in a negotiating negotiating situation or something that will help them out nice i love it well thank you so much for coming and just sharing your story um i think i think the listeners are going to find, okay, you know, here's somebody that, you know, started just from driving around a neighborhood, looking at houses all the way to leading a team and being one of the top producing uh, real estate agents in Houston. I think it's a, it's a cool thing to see like, okay, maybe this is possible for me. Mm -hmm. If I put the, the effort in, I put the structure in, I surround myself with the my pack to get it done. Um, yeah, I think that the listener is going to be encouraged and, um, yeah, I think I'm encouraged by hearing your story. <laughs> Thank I'm you. just like, wow, okay, this is really cool. And um, yeah, I think I think the, the yeah the listener's going to enjoy it. And we actually we will put all the information for you below. 
um, for people to connect with you, you know, if they want to learn from you to um, grow together, uh, we're going to put all your information below, you know, just so they can reach out. That's awesome. Well, thank thank, I do want to thank you guys because like I had mentioned, this was, I was trying to figure out how to get out of my comfort zone. I, I have stage fright, like the fact that I'm even sitting here in front of a mic and fooled me i yeah I, I should be crying right now but <laughs> it was my goal to get out of my comfort zone and i didn't know how i was going to do it so you guys have really helped me push through that i appreciate it awesome. we're so happy to be a part of you that. did amazing thank you you did an amazing <laughs> job absolutely thank you so, yeah. yeah all right well, well just that wraps up this this edition of the harder real estate podcast guys uh like subscribe share follow whatever all that good yeah. stuff is um and if you want to know more about us reach out yeah, we'll awesome. see you next time. Thank you guys. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Harder Real Estate Podcast. If you found this episode thought-provoking and helpful, do us a favor and share it with two of your friends. Also, feel free to leave any comments or reviews. And if you want to learn more about the Mortgage Mike Group, reach out. We'd love to connect. 